Hello everyone, it's Graham Cove with another My Music. Hold on tight, stay steady, because in a minute I'm going to be speaking to Jason and Amy from The Mystery Plan. But first, this wonderful video. both oh we're great how are you yeah well, i'm absolutely fine uh tell everyone where you're coming from we are coming from charlotte north carolina in america that's yeah, a wonderful place to come from i'm coming from uh not so sunny somerset today and it really is uh, it's just uh, gray not not interesting at all we really could do with some sunshine over here now in the uk oh well we have plenty of that here for sure yeah I mean, we have blue skies and a big Yellow ball shining on us. Everybody's getting on a boat as we speak, <laughs> trying to trying to paddle their way over to America um, to, to, <laughs> to enjoy some better weather. Um, it's been a while since we last spoke. It's probably a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, our last release was "You Also Have Eyes," and um, and I think that was almost two years ago. So yeah, wow, time yeah. flies, doesn't it? Really flies. What have you been doing with yourselves since? Well, we were kind of in lockdown for a while. Um, we did manage to go out on tour opening for the Velt last summer um, to support that record. And um, we did basically the southeast of the United States. And um, it was a lot of fun, very tiring and chaotic, but it was great. And we wrote new songs and recorded a new album. And well, so there you, there you go. And you it know, comes out tomorrow. The life of the life of musicians. Um, greetings from Nairobi. That's another warmer place than England. Hey, Nairobi. <laughs> wow. It's lovely to have a global reach with all of these things, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the new album, Haunted Organic Machines. Yes. Wow, what, what a title. Uh, Where did that come from? Thank you. Um, the I got... I've, to make a long story short, I heard something similar to that from a scientist. I was listening to NPR um, about six months ago, and they were talking about the soul. And um, and basically, they were trying to quantize the soul on this, you know, 30 minute segment. But the one of the scientists said something like, well, hey, you know, aren't, aren't we all really just haunted organic machines or something along those lines? And I was wow. like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> that is what, what, cool. did you, what did you take that to me? Um, that I mean, our bodies are our machines and we're organic and we're haunted by this energy that we call our soul, I guess, you know, right? Mm hmm. And once this body uh, is run down and doesn't work anymore, then I guess we go to something, another one that works somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> when that, when that, when our battery fails and all right. of that. Yeah. 
because I mean, you know, batteries are what it's all about on the earth these days. Because we, we seem to be trying to create better batteries for everything, right? So, yeah, so that we can we can harness energy that we're throwing away. It's weird what we're doing as humans these days, isn't it? We create, we find sustainable ways of making energy, and then we we don't have anywhere to store them, so we have to make bigger batteries for them to go in, and we don't even know where we're going to put all of these batteries, or what to do with them when they finish. Right. Yeah. Um, the money is pretty much is what's controlling all of that unfortunately and that breaks my heart every day and amy's as well we talk about it all the time and it it's uh as humans how we've put finances above um everything else. Yeah, everything else in front of just being able to live comfortably on the planet you know it's it's more important for somebody to have all of the money instead of taking care of the planet yeah. or other people. And, and what they don't realize is that, you know, Hey man, if there's no people, then they can't make any money. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the business plan needs to be, you got to keep these folks alive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now the other day, chat GPT, whatever that is, um, it hired its first human. You know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah. So really? it worked it Wait, worked me... out that it couldn't do something at this the moment. Machine, the machine itself went yeah, out. Worked higher. out that it couldn't do something and which a human could do, but so then it it hired a human to do that particular bit. Wow. Listen, I wow. always say thank you. To Alexa and Google and yeah. um, what's the other one? And, Siri. And to, you know, <laughs> uh, they're like, take a right here. And Thank, like, you. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I bring that up because you know, if we're if we're the organic machines, you know that you know we're we're kind of fighting a race, aren't we, against machines which aren't organic, mm -hmm. but are trying to be us all of the time. How, you know, how much of what you've written here is trying to speak into that as well that kind of juxtaposition between technology and human nature humankind well that's a you question oh. i mean yeah I, I, I amy is the one that's been having a a lot to say about all of that in her lyrics and her lyrical content what do you say baby i really I'm only speaking to the pain and anxiety that uh, has been brought about from our world moving so quickly and leaving behind humans, leaving behind caring, forgetting about taking care of one another. Um, that's, I really wasn't specifically touching on technology so much as I was my lack of uh, um, confidence in the human race. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you yeah. think the, do you think the human race has got too much confidence in itself? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <I do. laughs> 
it's more arrogance, I would yeah, say. It is more yeah, I don't think the human race is very confident about anything but trying to control others. Yeah. Uh I think it's more arrogance. That's yeah. yeah, I I guess I'm just I'm sick and tired of everybody trying to control everybody else. Mm-hmm. That it hurt it pains me. It pains me. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean where 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 did it where where in when you write about things like that where where do you find hope where do you where do you see hope um in the everyday love that we get from our family and friends <laughs> um the everyday hope comes from everyday love i don't know about a light at the end of the tunnel necessarily but since they always say, you know, that, that cliche of life is the journey, you know, whatever. So in that yeah. regard, you kind of have to find your own, you've got to find your light along your own path. And that has always been love and art yeah, and respect for others. And I think putting it out, like being able to, to sort these thoughts out in your brain and putting them down in music or in lyrical form is very cathartic for me. And uh, it, it definitely compartmentalizes and puts things in its proper place mentally and emotionally on my end. I, I don't know if, if I didn't have an outlet to kind of organize all these thoughts, I'd probably be a mess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. Than I am now. I, I I like what Cindy's saying here. Yeah, she's right. Unfortunately, the world now acts as the as the world according to me. So long as I'm okay, no one cares. Yeah. 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 Too right. Too right. I mean, I don't want anyone to think that this album is a all, is a total bummer. Or it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not all down. There's. It's not. No, it's not. There's plenty of happy. Yeah, I mean, songs. what a day! It's a very, songs. yeah, very it's, happy it's a song. very happy song about living in the moment. You yes, know? And, and the video is beautiful. It happens out in a field of flowers. It's quite lovely. Several fields. Several fields. Actually, I know Jason did such a good job of making it look like we were all shot in the same field of flowers, but every single one of us was in a, a different, different field. field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how much of this album was a reaction to? lockdown and covid and a few songs a few a hand of... uh, i would say most of it yeah okay yeah most yeah. of it really i would say most of it <laughs> yeah. um the the ones set aside was probably the last one that we wrote for the record and that's the what a day that we were just talking about and that's the very happy more upbeat housey you know kind of a disco beat and it's um and granola granola and granola is very nice too that's it's... a love song mm. <laughs> And yeah. Those were the two last, the, the, the last written songs on the record. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> he loved it so much, but he had to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel it's got, uh, listening to it, I feel it's got a very similar shape actually to uh, another album that was written uh, throughout the pandemic and wasn't really a pandemic album i don't i don't think anybody sets out to write a covid pandemic type album but if you've lived through it like we all have for two and a half years whatever then it's uh you can't help but be 
talking about it in your music if you're writing over that period right i mean it is a shared experience i mean it's something that we could all relate to and look at each other and go oh yeah 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 inner space the song inner space is very specific to the lockdown yeah it's that's that one is very specifically lockdown material And I, I, I think it's got a, I don't like making comparisons between one artist's work and another, but I think in terms of a shape, it's got a, quite a similar shape to um, Marillion's album, An Hour Before Dark, oh. um, which was written during the pandemic. And there's, there's, there's that sense of where we've been, where we've come from. And then there, as you get towards the end, there's the, you know, there's the this is there there are the lights at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah. Yeah. That- Whether you make your own light or you know you find one to follow, yes indeed. Or if you just open the window. Or and I didn't realize that Marillion had a new pandemic record out. I gotta check that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry that I'm gonna go and shut that door because okay. that means the dog won't come back in again. Okay. No. All right. Or the dog could make a guest appearance. Yeah, we love puppies. <laughs> it's just keeping it real, folks. Um, for, anyone, for anyone listening to this on Spotify, that was me shutting the door. <laughs> um, that was probably the most exciting 20 seconds of your life. There we go. Yeah, no, but I think it's, I think you can't help but have those kind of um, cyclical types of writing when you when you've come through that experience if you've been touched in that kind of way and i think a lot of people were touched by the humanity that was shown right at the beginning of the lockdown experience and the kind of coming together in a way that you know we've not come together for years because we suddenly realized that this you know we're all in it together and then i think there's a scariness in the fact that like all things uh we seem to forget, don't we, really quickly, right? How many people now kind of forget? Um, my wife works in the NH. Well, she 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 works in the medical profession. You know, you remember, like right at the beginning of uh, the pandemic, everybody here went onto the streets and was clapping and cheering for the NHS yeah. or whatever, oh, right? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, and now we're. You know, moaning about the fact that pe- people in the NHS are striking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We forget real quick when it comes back round, right? Yeah. So it's... Uh, but it's, there's some great songs on there. Some really, really great songs, which kind of you just melt into. And I love music like that. That you just, you know, you start listening and you just float away on it you oh. produce you produce most of this yourself right yes this record we uh rob tavaglione and myself did all of the production you know of course the you know the band helped write everything um but we didn't you know john fryer this is the first record john fryer wasn't on in like four records and you know we had no guest stars like ian masters from pale saints or or peter anderson from ocean blue or uh, Neil Conti from Prefab Sprout. We didn't have any of those guys. Um, it's just 
all of us. And yes. it's it very liberating. It was scary at first, but I'm very proud and very excited about uh, what the work we've done over the last year. Yeah. Did it's, it make it exciting in a way? Did you feel like you had to kind of step up? Yes. Yes. And I had to take my, my wife's advice on a lot of songs to like, it's, you know, don't put it out until it's finished. You know, <laughs> don't, you know, are you, take a break, take a breather before you give it to somebody to mix, you know? And, and so when we kind of set our own timelines that made doing that kind of stuff more possible and more, I was more ready to accept it, you know, from Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you're an impatient guy, Jason? Uh, He's a, what is it, a closer? I like to get things done. He likes done. to get the project done. Yeah, they, yeah. they call me the finisher around here, which I prefer them to refer to me as the closer, but whatever, <laughs> they call me the finisher. So, Yeah, and uh, he makes up deadlines, and I have no idea where these dates come from. Right. They come from the calendar. They're written out there on the calendar. You're an organizer. You just have to have it all structured out and yeah, and and in there. Yeah. And it was nice, you know. We, we had a record that we just did a really good tour on, so I kind of had a lot of that anxiousness. It wasn't in me the last year, so it was really good to just kind of calmly sit down and write and arrange and work on the arrangements with the band and Amy with her vote with her vocals and lyrics. Um, it was a nice departure from how the last few records were done. Yeah. And was, I think, there a, was there a challenge in there in any of the songs? Was there one that like was, Oh my. <laughs> yeah. One thing I really enjoy about Rob is, you know, whenever I would come up to a part, like a guitar part, and I'd go, I, I, this is, I need somebody better than me to play this part. Um, who can we get? And he, without saying a word, would go over, pick up an electric guitar, put it in my lap, plug it into like seven effects pedals. And he would be like, you're playing the part, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. And he's like, yes, you are. Do it. And we'd spend hours on working out that part. And he made me do it. And I, I loved it. So, he, you know, we saw sides of ourselves that we haven't heard uh, before. And it sounds very exciting over there. I do apologize for all of the screaming and dogs and everything in the background today. We have a child. It's, I mean, we, sounds we, yeah, it sounds normal <laughs> to our house. They've opened the door yet again. <laughs> you know, you can't get the staff, right? <laughs> Oh, what a granny work here. Yeah, she's older now. She doesn't do she's that loud, though. And with that, they were gone. Oh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> oh, dear, I dear, I dear. One day, I'm going to get my own studio, and that would be bliss. Right? Well, we'll come to it whenever that happens. We'll come to your studio. Oh, well, yeah. It, well, it's, it's not going to be anything grand. It will be my son's bedroom downstairs because he's off <laughs> the university. Um, but it will have a it will have a lock on the door. It will have a it will it won't have kids outside the space, and it will be fantastic. And uh, and I'll be able to close everything out and go. And also, I won't need a sheet or anything like that because it will just have lovely things on the wall. About music and stuff like that, and it would just be, it would just be so much better. 
Um, but you know, it's just tough, isn't it? It's t- it, I mean, how do you find? How did you find that as well in in terms of producing this album when you've you know you were in lockdown, you were you know around each other at home and stuff like that? Was did that cause any particular issues? We're very fortunate. Our daughter is a teenager, and she really doesn't make a whole lot of noise anymore. I mean, when she was little, holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that shared experience that Ooh, we all have. But, yeah. but during the pandemic, she was in middle school and really not disruptive anymore. And honestly, the only things that Amy and I usually argue about is music stuff. You know, yeah. like, so, I mean, we have a pretty smooth, if not, it's hectic, but we are, we are all kind of in our own place household-wise. So that leaves plenty of room for arguing over music, which that <laughs> happens all the time when she calls me cuss words because she doesn't like my arrangement. And uh, and that, that keeps things interesting. But he you know, Push and pull's great in a relationship, especially when it's around music. That's good, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, I like it when you. he tries to set up how my lyrics are gonna go. And then she I'm like, oh that's nice. She's like, <laughs> dude, fuck off, you know, let me write what I want to write. I'm like, okay. We'll see, we'll okay. see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that word staying in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whoops, sorry. Whoops. Sorry. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. She she'll say that word staying. You're saying, well, oh. what, what about that lyric? No, that word staying. Yeah, that one, that one, that is, is staying. I meant that. It's I yeah. meant change that. that. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's the way it is. What uh, now that you've finished it and you've you listened back to it as a body of work, um, are there any surprises to you as as a kind of listener of your own project? Yes, I was surprised at which songs I ended up loving the most. What about you? Really? Oh, you had your favorites when you wrote them, but I did, and it turned out after it was finished, my favorites switched over to to some other ones that I thought were going to be kind of fillers, you know, or like last minute additions, and they end up being kind of my favorites. Right. Mm. What about you, babe? Baby. Mm. Amy. <laughs> I don't know. I still, I still feel like granola was a little rushed. You do, yeah. Mm. But that's all right. Whatever. You're fired. (laughs) 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 But but you know, you know what the beauty is of that is that it's music, right? Right. And that's that's the way you've got to look at that, which is that you know, at some point you'll take this out, you'll play as a band, you'll do that song, it will develop. It will move. It will change. Mm-hmm. They always right? do. Yeah. Exactly. And I think Aunt Granola will end up being a different song from when you wrote it. Oh, it kind of kind of already, already is. is. To yeah. Be. And we there have you a go. of the of the tour Saturday night. And I bet you it'll be different by the last show in August or whatever. Yeah. It'll it'll definitely have evolved. And that, the thing is that that's that's great when bands can be like that, right? What you've got to, what well, I think, what you've got to see is that that's a that's a privileged position to be in, right? 
because you think about you think about those musicians that go out night after night and the audience are like expecting something mm. and if it doesn't sound like the record they're like oh, that was rubbish mm. yeah but you won't have a fan base like that will you you have a fan base that want you to play with the music well, I mean, I think some people, because we do have a lot of remixes and a lot of beat-oriented songs on our records. Yeah. And um, I think sometimes people come out to a show and expect to hear more of that. Uh, but when we perform live, we're 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 doing kind of you know band versions of those songs, and and hopefully the people that are expecting that will get the the arrangements that we do live. Right. Yeah, or they just don't come back. Or yeah, or <laughs> yeah. Well, like, oh man, these guys suck. Yeah. yeah screw those guys. Screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't sound like that record at all. Well, you know. I came out to dance to that and it's like I can't dance to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 My response the- to that is have another cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Have another cocktail. You'll soon be dancing. It'll be fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll be you'll be able to to wallow in it with us, you know, <laughs> with another cocktail or two. You'll be able to to wallow in the sadness. Oh, oh. Yeah. and of course you've got you've even got a song on there holding my interest. Yeah, I mean that's a difficult thing to do these days is hold anybody's interest for any length of time, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> they're even shortening baseball. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that song was basically about meeting and falling in love with someone at a party and everything else is going on around them. But, you know, I'm here with you and I need to take this home with me, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, it, yeah. And so that's why we made the song seven minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> But is there, is there is there a sense in that as well? I mean, you know, some of these songs in terms of uh, if you look at the you know the time of that, yeah, seven seven minutes. You know, is there a sense in which you know you're not writing that for the the streaming generation, right? Because right. you know, unless they just took a clip of it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely it's the last song for a reason because it is. It it definitely sums up the album or our feelings or something, but it is a album cut and it's like it takes you that song is for lovers. Yeah, it takes you there, you know. Mm. It is a sweepy, you know, lovely romantic little little jam. And least, you know, and, and that's that's an important message these days because you know I, I've 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 been talking recently on online to um, doing some interviews with relationship coaches, etc. You know, as part of my daytime work, and you know, so many people struggling with relationships because they're all this all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah. So that that whole thing about holding someone's interest, you know, be just being present with people, right? It's not something that people are particularly great at these days. So it's something that people need to write about more, right? Yeah, I, I, I 
wholeheartedly agree with that. That yes. And the funny thing yeah. is, is the people who can't step away from their devices, they'll never get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> it's true. So listen, if if people are listening to to this record, a they need to put their devices down for the entirety of the record. All right. If they can't manage that, they've at least got to try and do that for the last song. Yes, at least. Give yeah. yourself seven minutes of give yourself love. seven minutes with your with your partner. Just look into their eyes, listen to the song, seven minutes. Yes. Right? That's yes. the challenge. That's the challenge. I think if you do a video for that, you should just do two people looking at each other for seven minutes. Oh my god. Oh my god. It went at the party with everything else going on around them. And yeah. all they're doing is looking at one looking another. At yes. yes. Oh my God. I think, can we use that? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. I mean, all that's, right. We'll put a little blurb, you know, <laughs> you know, that's, idea. That's what yeah. happened though. That is, that is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but that's great, isn't it? I mean, that is, that's a, that's a, that is a lovely thing to share, but it's also, it, as I say, I think that's a really important message to a, to a generation who can't do that. You know, that have struggled to do that and then wonder why things don't work. Yeah. There's right. a part of me that that hopes and that I feel like that this everyone being addicted to these little black boxes in their pockets, uh I, that it's going to subside like a little bit. You know, I remember when they were saying that about people who watch TV. And my mom used to tell me that, which I love TV, but, you know, I, I'm hoping that it's that we're going through some growing pains with that kind of stuff and that things are going to kind of equalize out as far as screen time. I mean, right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, I don't know. I think it will get worse before it gets better. Yeah. yeah, perhaps, it is, yeah. It's probably where I probably where I would go on that. But. You know, I do think that there's light at the end of the tunnel. I, and I think one of the things that's showing us that there's light at the end of the tunnel is the reassurgence of physical formats for music. Ah, yeah. You know, last year we saw CD, even CD sales going back up. You know, uh, tape sales going up, vinyl sales going through the roof. Yeah. Our biggest Why? seller on the road is vinyl. Yeah. Why? Because people want something tangible. Right? You know, and ultimately, I think I think people crave the tangible human experience, right? And well, I, yeah. I just I think we live in a I think we live in a society now where we're like, you know, on the one hand, we're going down this road of, you know chat gpt and computers will take our jobs these things will do everything right uh but on the other and you know and everyone's in uh, facing their phones and then i think you know there's a there's a part of human nature that's always going to rebel against that that i i could be too romantic in my view of this <laughs> well but i just think people will i think people will re re revolt against it and go no do you know what I want to just turn that all off and I'll put a record on. 
Well, it, it, my, my I love vinyl for two very romantic reasons. One is when you buy a piece like that, you feel closer to the artist. I mean, you get to look at the artwork, read the liner notes. You you feel like you're closer to the artist because you've bought something physical and big from them. Also, it is the act of putting the needle on the record is physical. It's physical touch. You get to do it. You're in, you know, you got 20 minutes of listening before you got over and flip, you know, flip the thing over. And it's just the, the physicality of the, an actual needle hitting an object and it making noise. It's so romantic to me. I love it. It's so, it's a ritual. Uh, it's ritualistic, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I think the element of it, which is you're committed to it. Yeah. That's that's the bit. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You, you know. You can't just go. Uh, play me twenty seconds of that. Now I've bored of that. Now thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, you're it. down for twenty minutes. You're going to put that needle on the record, and that's it. Twenty minutes. Yeah, and you're not going to just do twenty minutes because you, then you want to know what's on side two. Exactly. And then you want to yeah. know what's on side three. Yeah. Etc. And you just carry on. You know. Yes. So you're you're once you're in that, you're committed to it. Yeah. And. and that's what we need a little bit more of in the world is being committed to uh, taking that time. I dig it, man. So you've, you've got a, you've got an album here, which people can commit their time to. There you go. So if, if people haven't listened to uh, this yet, which they haven't because it's coming out tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. Um, they can now, by the time this gets out and people start watching it on the interweb, they'll be able to go, ah, oh, where is it? So where is it? Where's the best place for people to come and uh, listen to Haunted Organic Machines? Oh, gosh. It's I mean, it's, it's going to be it? everywhere. I mean, everything from Spotify to uh, YouTube to Amazon to Pandora, uh, Pandora Apple, Music. Apple Music. I mean, it's Baby. everywhere. Yeah. No, not on CD Baby. Not on CD? No. We're not with them anymore. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but anywhere, I mean, anywhere you listen to music, it's, you know, you can buy, you can go to our Bandcamp page and, and um, support the group by, uh, you know, by buying the record for eight bucks. Cheaper half the price. And that's what people really should do. Go and buy the record. Um, will, you, will you be launching any merchandise around this record as well? Or will there be any, you know, physical formats? available at some point yeah it's available it'll be available on cd and i think we will do another vinyl record we have another ep in the works and then by next summer we're going to put like a best of this album and the next ep all on maybe a double vinyl Ooh. that'll come out um, we have to kind of because it's so expensive we have to kind of pick and choose what gets released on record you know so yeah uh well, i think that's the plan well, you well, perhaps you should do a pre-order. You should do like if people start putting money in the pot now, then you can, you know, they can have it like next summer. Well, they can. They can buy our record that comes out, and they can even take music home with them, and we can use that money to uh, exactly that. There you go. Finance the next record. That's that's how we do it. Our at our record label is, you know, every bit of the money that goes into it, we use to put out somebody else's record, whether it's ours or Micah God's or 
you know, Von Funkhauser or whoever else is on the label, we, we use that money. It directly goes to making more art. And uh, and you get to take some music home with you. So you're not just giving music, you know, giving money away. You can actually have music if you buy our records. There you go. Yeah. Jason, Amy, it's been a pleasure as usual. Sorry about the kids, the dog, everybody trying to get in and, oh, and you know, yeah, we, like some that. Oh, we love it, man. <laughs> It's, That's it's, real life. It, it is. It is real life. Um, you know, as I say, they they do apologise. They just get excited. You know, the, <laughs> the trouble is they go to school. They feed them up on all of these e numbers. They come home and they're like buzzing. Oh you know? yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the the dog's been fed, but you know, <laughs> that's probably e numbers as well. So there we go. Um, if you haven't checked out uh, the Mystery Plans album. Go and check it out as of tomorrow, which might be today, depending upon when you watch this, uh, on Bandcamp. Give them some money because you know, <laughs> money know. makes the world go round uh, and buys biscuits. Um, and until next time, this has been My Music. Subscribe, uh, share it with your friends because, not for me, because of the artists. Uh, yeah. The more you share it, the more the artists get heard. And that's the important thing. Okay. Very much so. Thank you very much, Graham. Jason and Amy, lovely to see you again. Uh, take care. Until Always next time. Always right. a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye. Right. Bye.